Dreaming about teaming up with a superhero? Heartbroken about the latest comic death? Do you find your conversations always turning to Marvel? Then welcome Marvelites to your therapy session. Join your hosts as we explore the realms of the Marvel Universe, taking you into new insights, movie reviews, and debates. Here, we won't try to cure any obsessions, but fuel them because the world is better nerdy. Welcome to your Marvel Therapy Group. Alright, welcome back to another episode of Marvel Therapy Group. This is Joe, and with me are two guest stars. We have returning guest star, Brian Mazur. Hello, MTG. And my dad, Vin. Hello! These are two out of the only three people that I know who watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so (laughs) I've invited them on to talk about the season six finale, which was two hours, doubleheader of the season finale, and it was awesome, but still not enough because two hours of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is still not Never enough. Never enough, Joe? <laughs> Never enough. Well, there's still a lot of unanswered questions, too, so. Yeah. Let's see where right. it goes. So we're going to recap season six a little bit, talk about what was leading up to, this fin- up to the finale, then talk about the finale, and talk about those questions that were unanswered, talk about that cliffhanger in season four, season seven. So we'll dive right in. So for season six, actually, I'm going to back up a little bit to season five. Oh. <laughs> because they brought the monoliths back, and the monoliths were really important in season, well, in basically every season since season two. Two or three, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the three monoliths um, were found in the basement of the lighthouse, where Hale sent a bomb to try to get rid of the shield agents. So the three monoliths exploded. We knew there was a space and a time one. We didn't know what the third one was. But the energies from the explosions created a fear dimension, which I think was the hundredth episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Sure. I think it was. (laughs) And it was really cool because it brought back enemies from past seasons, plot points from past seasons, as the agents are harboring these fears from past years. And so Coulson has to go mend the rift because he's dying anyway. And he uh, seals the rift with Gravitonium. But as we find out in season six, it turns out that the energies of the monoliths combined with Coulson and created a created and displaced a copy of Coulson's body throughout space and time. Right? Yep. Because the third monolith was a creation monolith. And then we find out in the finale that basically his body, I don't know if it was Coulson himself or just his body, um, was transported to like the MCU's version of Marvel Zombies. Marvel Zombie Universe. Yeah. Except it's a planet. Yep. Right. Um, which, again, was revealed in the season six finale, which kind of wrapped it up and like made season six really worth it. Anyway, um, do you have anything to add to that so far? Nope, good. I'm good. All set. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, as it's typical with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's a very complicated uh, answer to what happened, but that's part of what yes. makes the show so great. Yes. It just before, before we jump... <laughs> on that note, Joe, how many times have you watched these episodes? Have uh, you gone back? Oh, yeah. Netflix, because you know all... 
really details. <laughs> Things that I get confused about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I watch it a lot. I was lot. constantly asking, what just happened? <laughs> I've, I've watched the first episode of the first season like a hundred times because I am constantly showing people this series. But we have to start with the first one. So, right. Well, yeah. beginning. Yeah. Yes. So I've seen that one the most. It's a good pilot. <laughs> um, so to recap season six so far, it starts off, or to go through the highlights, we have Sarge, Snowflake, and two other people who I don't remember the name of, but one breathes fire. Mm-hmm. And right. these are yep, yep. just like a ragtag crew of um, interplanetary people whose planets have been destroyed yeah, picked by up along the way. Yeah. Yeah. together. Right. Yeah, so they're like, oh yeah, let's go destroy the Shrike. Let's travel the galaxy and track down Izel. Um So meanwhile, Daisy, Gemma, Piper, and Davis are in space on board the Zephyr, I believe. Because it's a, it's a space shuttle now. Right. After season five. Um, and they're looking for, for Fitz's body. Who was supposed to be in um, cryostasis, mm-hmm. but I think it's because of either the Chronicoms, yeah, the Chronicoms destroy the ship trying to kill Enoch, and then it disperses Fitz and Enoch throughout the galaxy. I like Enoch, by the way. Yeah, good character. Yeah, I like him. He's good. He's funny. Was it so? When I first saw that, I thought it was an MCU illusion. I thought it was like. Thanos' ship that that just a random burst destroyed um, oh, yeah. where Fitz was but I think it was the Chronicoms yeah I thought the same thing actually yeah I wasn't, was I wasn't sure who I just saw right. the blast off the ship was going so right. <laughs> yeah I didn't, I didn't know who was chasing him so we're gonna make the MTG's headcanon be that it was Thanos' ship just a random <laughs> space outburst <laughs> that destroyed Fitz's uh, ship um, so they're in space they end up on Kitson which is a whole planet of a casino and a brothel. Mm-hmm. And so then, on Earth, May tracks down the cloaked truck that Sarge and Snowflake and the two others are in. I can't remember the guy's name. The guy that breathes fire. No, the big guy. The big yeah. Guy. He's, oh. the, he's the one that went out and destroyed something on yeah. episode before the last one. Right. Yeah. I, I can't remember, I don't remember his name yet. Um, so May tracks down the cloaked truck because May is hit the hardest about this like Coulson reanimated body coming yep. back uh, they attack Coulson gets brought in then gets put in charge after uh, who is it Mac and Mac and who uh, he gets put in charge after people are in space, but about to die. Well, Mac and Yo-Yo disappeared together. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was Yo-Yo and, <laughs> I don't know, one of the agents, Piper or Diaz, because um, the two Shrike are in that containment unit and they're, yep. like, exploding. <laughs> yeah, so Coulson gets put in charge, or, or Sarge does. Um, Fitz and Simmons and Enoch are in Kitson. They've, it was just, they were caught cheating at the games, so they're about to die. But then they get bought by Izel, and this is out of order, but they get bought by Izel, or like freed by Izel, and that's the first time we see Izel. It happens that she's going to Earth because she is the creator of the Shrike, or the leader of the Shrike, and that's one of the unanswered questions. 
I feel like this se- this whole season was just unexplained. Okay. Because we what? don't we don't know like why? how why Zell created the Shrike right. or why she leads them or even where the Shrike came from or what the Shrike got. Don't we really need to know? No, it, it's just a very sci-fi element. Yeah, she, she just showed up there. And that was it. Yeah. But no, we didn't really need to know. Right. Because the season was still good, and it really was about Coulson coming back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was the whole. But was he back? They weren't sure. Right. For like ninety percent of the season. And yeah, he, I think. And, and you never were really sure because he turned into that other creature. <laughs> and we're still not really sure. Right. Which we'll get into. Yeah, because Marissa Tanjaran and Jed Whedon, the writers, yep. they didn't know they were getting season six, so they were just kind of like, all right, we have a month to write a whole season? <laughs> right. Let's go. We'll figure something out. Um, oh, so meanwhile, the Chronicoms are chasing Fitz and Simmons because Enoch interfered and saved the timeline. Chronicoms didn't like that, but also they kind of blame everyone for Izel destroying their own planet. It's weird. But I guess that's what... You can't question a Chronicom. Because, again, we don't... They're one of those unanswered questions. Chronicoms are a thing. Um, meanwhile, back on Earth, Sarge blows up the Shrike Tower. There's a whole thing involved with that, but if you watch the season, you know. Uh, Izel still makes it to Earth because... Uh, or kind of with Benson's help. No, that's after. Izel still makes it to Earth because she possesses Davis. Right. Who then passes out the party, which then leads into the episode leap where she jumps around everyone's bodies. Yep, it's really through, good. Goes through everybody. Yep. Um, so, okay, then she... Then Izel possesses Yo-Yo after she retrieves the Gravitonium device with all the monolith energy in it. And um, asks Benson where the, the I don't know, energy so- source or site is. Then she goes there, and that's basically where we are now for the finale. Okay. And I've and talked for like the way, ten minutes. So the, the uh, fire breather's character name is Jacko. Jacko, yeah. Jacko. And the actor is um. Standing here, Winston James Francis, seven feet tall, three hundred and thirty pounds. Oh, oh wow, he was a big boy. Ate his wheaties. <laughs> and then, okay. And then some. Yeah. So the only one that didn't die was Snowflake. But but Deke liked her, but then Daisy said, lock her up, and we never see her again. Yeah, she, yeah, she wasn't in the last show, well, was she? No. Right. She should have been, but I guess we just assume that she's in some S.H.I.E.L.D. jail. Right. Yeah. Still for the rest of her life. They didn't trust her. Yeah. Um, next season, though, they're supposed to be bringing back characters from the past episodes, so maybe she'll show up again. Okay, that's good. Hopefully we get um, the robot guy. Um... From the first season. That was a long time ago. <laughs> then he, you know, then he came back in the hundredth episode. Um, robot guy. The robot guy. He's getting his own show, spinoff show. He, he had is? the kid. I don't. Oh, I'm blanking. Oh. Get, get your phone up. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I don't. I'm I'm completely blanking on the name, which happens a lot while I'm podcasting. But, um, okay, so. Season, season six finale. Um, starts off. Oh, Flint. Okay. Where are my notes? It starts off with Flint. 
because Flint came from season five. He's the inhuman that controls rocks, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mac and Yo-Yo create Flint from the creation monolith because they're fearing that he would be there right now to create the monoliths. Again, it's complicated because it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> um, Izel possesses him, creates the monoliths, and she gets her monoliths, and good for her. But bad for everyone else. Um, so then, Deke, or Fitzsimmons and Deke created, found out that it was a frequency thing that Izel used to possess people. Mm-hmm. Yep. They created sonic frequency bracelets. And also, Sarge gave up all of his daggers, and they melted the daggers into bullets. Because it's made out of that special thing that kills shrikes. Oh, here are my notes. Out of order. <laughs> Izel possesses Flint. Creates monoliths. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, okay, so, yeah. She's feeling good about herself, and she runs outside to her shrikes and says, Bring me an army! Which is, like, kind of poorly delivered, in my opinion. But, you know. Yeah, it was kind of a dumb spot. I thought it just... She has to go out and call. She can't just do yeah. something they can come Could have been a little more dramatic. Yeah. 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 That's kind of dumb. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I, I forgive a lot of things <laughs> the shield. It's fine. I've always said that it could be, we could, they could just film grass growing, what they call Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and like, oh, what does this mean for the MCU? <laughs> so many <laughs> fan theories. <laughs> um, the agents go dark because Izel sonic frequencies can pick up their radio frequencies with their equipment. Yep. Yep. Then Deke reveals that he brought his company based off, or made on stolen shield attack to the lighthouse, and Fitzsimmons, who and Deke were a really good family unit, unit. They were getting used to each other, having fun, being cool science people. Um... That breaks down and and Fitz gets mad at Deke again and then Deke finally stands up for himself because he's always been the comedic relief of the show after he came back to Earth he was his comedic relief mm-hmm. I think we were talking about that <laughs> yeah watch it because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the beginning of season you know, season five when he was in space in the future he was very resourceful he was a survivor but then he gets back to Earth and he's a clean slate and then just becomes kind of a like the puppy dog of the, yeah yeah of the shield well, he's, he's their grandson he seemed kind yeah. of sleazy <laughs> um, so then he stands up for himself and says no one likes him that's why he created the company and in order to prove himself to his grandparents of all people he uses the Shaw drive and teleports into the pyramid so I want to ask this did that where do you think that Shaw drive came from did he create that, or was it based off of S.H.I.E.L.D. attack? I think anything he built was based off of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think he had a... Yeah, they kind of... I don't think he had a, his own thought in the whole, this whole show so far. Yeah, yeah they kind of <laughs> revealed that when he took them into that lab, and Fitz figured out that all the pieces were taken from some other place. Yeah, the uh, framework code. Yeah. yeah. But not only the framework code, but everything else in, yeah. in that lab. Do you know what that was from? I have a theory... Which what? It to me the Shaw drive looked like the device that Hale used, the alien communication device where you pull a lever and you get transported to that mindscape to talk to the Confederacy. I don't remember that one. 
No, you got me there. Yeah. <laughs> it's all yours, Joe. You go. All right, we're gonna go with that. That's where was. That's where it came from. Well, another thing too, I think, was all stolen. Is he really didn't know how it worked? Right. Because right. he scooted off, did something, then he's trying to go, didn't realize he had to recharge it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's that. Next time and, his, moved it. and his people knew. Yeah. Next time he moved it, moved like five feet, and he could throw a <laughs> Yeah, he was really more of a. Um, he was resourceful. So he was really more of a like technologist than a scientist. Yeah, he was a thief. A thief. <laughs> he's also childlike. He's trying to impress. True. True. Other people. Yeah. And get the oh, I want to be liked. Yeah. But anyway, but, okay. What's funny is that in any promotional videos that the cast does. With Deke, they treat him the same way. Oh. But, I mean, not to be funny, because no one likes him in the show. So they, like, carry that into the promotion. Oh, good. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so he teleports into the pyramid. He rescues Mac, Yo-Yo, and sees Flint. And that was funny, because they're from the same timeline. They're both from the future. Mm. So they're both like, what are you doing here? Which... Flint, was that the young kid? Yeah. Okay. The one that popped up near the end? Yeah, the one that Mac and Yeah, okay. where he brought him, yeah. right, okay. him, and then um, he was taken over. Right. Yeah, and then they tried to escape, and Izel possessed Yo-Yo and used her bionic arms to break his leg. Right. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right. I remember him. Okay, that's what I thought it was, but I didn't remember his name. She's kind of ruthless, but if you're trying to save an, your entire species, I guess... You have nothing to lose. Oh yeah, she was. <laughs> yeah, she was not not nice. No. Um, and I thought I don't know. Um, I thought the f- the whole so- sort of confrontation between her and Sarge, and the f- close to the end of the first part of the episode, and into the second part of the episode, man, that was dragged out. I'm sorry. Like the whole the whole thing. Just that, that whole the whole interaction between them. They kept going back to it. Oh, okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It got dragged out. Yeah, and but to the point where it's like, all right, Colson, just kill her. Right. <laughs> Some, do something. Come on. Like he was doing his monologue there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, they had to delay so that may. Oh, that's that's one thing though is that we, like up until the very end when Daisy quakes him, we still didn't know if it was Colson or right. Yep. Pachakutig, whatever the. Really the creature was, yeah, yeah. What the creature's name was. Um, so that, I think that also made it more ambiguous, because he stabs May, leading us to think it's Pachacuti, Pachacuti, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the, know, the, the silver guy, the, the Marvel <laughs> shimmer guy. guy. <laughs> and but before she dies, he sends her into the realm, like through the portal where death is meaningless, and then she takes the sword. Like, he sent her through with the sword. Right. So, then you're like, oh, is he just betraying Izel and sent May to go, like, stop the monolith portal from the other side? Um, but then, so yeah, it was weird. Like, they they dragged it on that you still weren't sure if Coulson was in there somewhere. So, I thought that interaction was good. Yeah, that, I enjoyed that. And I, th- I, th- I thought it was, like, part of the plan until he drove the sword through her. Right. 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 Yeah. You know? But also there was that one point where May had that dagger, and she's standing literally yeah. right next to yeah. Izel. <laughs> it's a good she just thing. had to swing back halfway. Yeah. 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 But instead she goes up to Sarge, and she goes, 
That pain is love. Yeah. Well, okay, you couldn't have tried to convince them after you killed yourself. <laughs> yeah, there were some silly moments in that, yep. in that finale. Yeah, she just tries to appear, appeal to his humanity, or the Coulson side. So do you think that when the Coulson, Coulson's body got displaced through time and space, was it just his body, or was it him who just immediately got possessed by one of those... I think it was him because he said some things in the last couple episodes that just his body wouldn't have known. Right. And which is what started people thinking that who that might be him. Yeah. And he had memories. Right. And, and so, and yeah. So he called Daisy Sky. Oh yeah. During that yeah. um confrontation shoot, which is going to take him out. Yep. Yeah. That was a good scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish it lasted longer because we have Quake, a really powerful inhuman. Hunting down an interdimensional space ghost with another interdimensional sword, like alien sword. It was really cool. Yeah. I'm sure the Shield fandom liked it. <laughs> so I'm sure Coulson was there somewhere. Not not just yeah. his, not just his body. Right. It was just yeah, just peace, some yep. absorption. So Coulson got replicated and sent to the Marvel zombie planet for all of like two seconds. He was like, oh, this is weird. And then immediately gets possessed by the space ghost. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that part you can't say. Yeah. I, I We'll go with that. That's what happened. Okay. That works. Yeah. And then he starts remembering. Yeah, because then he gets his memories back. Um, but it, it's still Pachacuti. Right. I'm gonna call him Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> right. Sort of, sort of like a, I guess, a shapeshifter. Or I guess it'd of. be like if Izel possessed someone for too long, they might start to fight back. Yeah, maybe. True. She can't stay that long in the body because she seems to go in and then and quickly, yeah. quickly come back out. Yeah. But also, uh, Colson said he'd been, or Sarge said he'd been hunting down Izel for centuries. Right. But that's Pachacuding. I was going to say, yeah, it could be the other one. It, it, but why was he hunting her down? Because she was with her. Yeah. So was he just hunting her down to join forces again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right? Because Coulson would have wanted to hunt her down to kill her. Right. Pachacuding wanted to hunt her down to rejoin her. Join forces again. So the Coulson side confused the parasite. And it could be just what it's drawn off yet. Yeah. Because he really didn't come into play until Quake started making him get mad about stuff, remember? Yeah. Then he's just, that, that's when he started coming in. Like, that gave the, the little creature strength enough to overcome Coulson, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think being... So this is another reason why I think Major should have stabbed Dizel, because that was like a crossroads for him. It was like, do I... Does the Coulson side prevail and go with May, or does the Pachacuding side prevail and go with and commit genocide on Earth with Shrike? So May should have just eliminated that possibility, and then Coulson would have been like, oh hey, we won! <laughs> and that probably would have shut down Pachacuding enough that Maybe. Coulson could have come through more. Could have been. Oh well. Another thing I was thinking is maybe this, there was something different about the sword itself. That only the sword could kill them. The daggers were meant for the Shrike. 
but they didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, when she was standing next to her with an arm brace, she didn't know that at the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. She was too busy listening to monologue. Yeah. Uh, Daisy, Sarge... Oh, so a little bit before that, Daisy, Sarge, and May are fighting off the zombies to get inside. Um, this I thought this was cool that May still didn't have a gun. She had a dagger. <laughs> yep. Because it's been a running thing since the first episode. That if May needs a gun, she'll take one. She's always hand-to-hand combat. Right. That was a good continuity. Yep, Sarge stabs May. May ends up in the zombie planet and survives because they're zombies, so life and death doesn't really exist there, as Azel says. Um, yeah, and then again, that's that's where it's ambiguous. It's like, did Sarge mean, or did Pachakudig mean to send her through with the sword so that she would survive and kill people on that side? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I had trouble enough with uh, Sarge's memories that he kept bringing up and he kind of visited it in one I forgot which episode close to the end where he would this image of a, a woman mm-hmm. yeah yep, yep. like in a dreamscape or something right. oh he had been um, shot yeah I may possessed by Azel shot him so he's in his dreamscape with this other woman and she disappears and was very abstract but so was was he married and have a family at some point and Izel killed him or was Izel who he's remembering is. No, it was Daisy. His I think a, li- a little later on we see the people revealed as he gets his memories back and it was Daisy first and then it went to May. Might have just been those two. I thought it was Coulson's memories. That's what I thought. But then Nizel was saying cast doubt on what he seemed to be thinking or remembering I should say. Mm. So I was I was I was confused by all what he seemed to be remembering and the what was actual reality for him. I you know I think it was Coulson's memories coming back through. Coming through. Yeah. Okay. So the family, the family was his uh, agents of Shield. Yeah. Family. Oh, okay. Got it. But there was a line at some point from Izel. She was like something about Pachakudig's family. I think. I think they were a thing. Well, it sounded like at the very end, yeah. Yeah, Izal and Pachakuti. Yeah, she was doing all this for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was his idea, originally, right. to get the Shrike on another planet. I thought they did a good job creating him. Yeah. Visually. Yeah. That was, it's like the first time that Hive was revealed from, uh, out from Ward. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Looks like a Star Wars character. <laughs> yeah. No, but... Yeah, there, there were some instances where um, the special effects in the series would be uh, would be good. Mm-hmm. You know? And they would just, like... I think they kind of put their budget into these moments. And the rest of the series was them, um, you know, running around. And yeah. Not yeah. Like, not, not, a- like, not like the movies where no. the <laughs> special effects where yep. a lot of money was dumped into those. Yeah. I th- you can kind of see that throughout all of the seasons, mm-hmm. the whole series. That like they spend, you can tell they put a lot of their budget towards some really cool moments, right? And then make the rest like a just a spy show. Yeah, right, exactly. But it works. 
because all those things do happen. It's like, whoa, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> These are such good effects. Well, they did that. Cool. Would be your reaction, yeah. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, another thing I had is Piper. Piper's very underutilized in the show. Like, the writers don't know what to do with her. Because they take Flint with a broken leg, give her to Piper, and Piper takes the Quinjet and flies off with him. And then you don't see her again if the rest of this episode. Right. Like, I'm sure Piper could have taken him a zombie or two. Piper just gets cast to the side, and I think it's unfair. I, I, she needs more screen time. They have a whole season left to make yeah, that up to that's work. right. Yeah. Maybe that's why she just got out of the way, so she'd be, be ready to go for next That's season. right. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. She's going to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, she was gone. In this season, I mean, yeah, in this season, she was gone for a few episodes. Then they explained it in one line at the party after they think they've defeated Izel. She suddenly appears at the party and she's like, Yeah, I went away for a few days for R&R. &R. It's like, Oh, right. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you knew that there was Shrike on the planet and something world breaking was about to happen. You're like, Nah, my team's got it. I'm gonna go on vacation. Well, yeah. that's where the money was not put into the show. Right. Yeah. That was a little weak. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I remember that. They went up to Brianna Benskis and they're like, "We can only afford to put ten people in this episode. You'd make eleven. You have to go away for a little bit." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but poor Davis too. Davis was underutilized. These were two agents that came in in like season four, maybe three or four. Like, randomly. And then just kind of stuck around periodically. Well, obviously the, the cast got too big and they didn't address how to manage that. Yeah. But, um... I was reading a screenwriter article. And, okay, so before I get to that, we can go to the end of the episode. End of the finale. Um, May strikes down the three monolith wielders in that... Monol in that zombie realm mm -hmm. throws them back through to Izel. Izel picks them up and says I'll deal with this myself basically and takes her swords walks through the portal um, May pulls a Milan pose because she's <laughs> Ming Nguyen and uh, how can you not make Ming Nguyen look awesome <laughs> she, they fight Izel kind of flees but not really. She's just like, alright, the portal's open. Have fun. I'm going to go back and wait for them. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> and then, um... Oh, oh yeah. And then Daisy and Mac and Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo, who's now possessed by a Shrike, f get into the pyramid. They're fighting Pachakudig. Um, Daisy quakes him. All of Coulson's skin flies off and, and we see the right. visual effects yep. of Pachakudig. They, they're fighting. Yo-Yo is dying. Then Daisy is just standing in front of the portal for some reason, because she's about to resume her fight after Mac goes to take care of Yo-Yo. Izel comes back through, and looks like she's gonna kill Daisy. Because mm -hmm. well, um, she never saw her. Yeah. And then May comes through and just stabs her in the back. Yep. So... Well, Yo-Yo was, was, um, that bat thing flew down her throat. Yeah. Right? And it was 
transforming her, coming out of oh, her. Oh, wait, right. she did get possessed at one point. Right. She Yeah, completely, because then she tries to fight Mac. Right. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that was in and out of all of them. I guess, yeah, they all got possessed mm-hmm. one time or another. Right. You know, the, um, the Shrike possessed her. She turned into a zombie. Oh, right. Because she started attacking Mac. Okay. That's when Daisy had to stand up and try to fight Pachakudig again. And then May comes through. Yep. And, I mean, it's great. They won. And it was a... It, I was reading, too, that... Um, the way that May killed Izel was the same way that Loki killed Coulson. Just stabbing him through the back. Hmm. But then Izel just evaporates. And it was kind of like, oh, okay. That's it, then. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think... I'm sure if I watched it again, knowing what was going to happen... It wouldn't be... I don't want to say underwhelming, but... I'd appreciate it more. Because I was waiting for another big battle between, like, everyone, now that they're all together. Yeah. But it didn't well, happen. Well, that's the endgame effect. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's what that is. That's all that is. I, um... I watched them with you guys. That was episodes with you guys, but I also recorded automatically back at my place. And I'm going to have to watch that again. <laughs> yeah. Who, who was the group that was trying to kill all of S.H.I.E.L.D. near the end there? Then they just kind of disappeared. Oh, yeah, the Chronicoms. The, that, that was okay. Yeah. So the Chronicoms um, were kind of shoehorned in to basically this whole season, I feel like. And they were, they were a small plot point that we kept going back to. And we were like, all right, how does this lead up? How does this work into Wiesel's plot? And it doesn't. Apparently, it was just all being set up for season seven. I was because they kind of disappeared. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they were, yeah, it had nothing to do with Izel except that Izel destroyed their planet. Yeah. And the small group of Chronicoms, like a radical group of Chronicoms, wanted to create Chronica 3, just bypassing Chronica 2 and go right for Chronica 3. <laughs> because um, the woman, yeah, the, the woman uh, Chronicom we met wanted to use time travel to stop their planet being destroyed altogether right. and make it Chronica 2. The radical group wanted to take over another planet and make it Chronica 3. And that planet was Earth. Yeah. And she lost. Yeah. <laughs> she lost. She lost the Which, like, is better because I don't think her plan would have been any easier. No. no. Time travel? No. Mess with that. I say that as we get into season seven. So the Chronicoms go to Earth to take over Earth, but because they have um, Fitz and Simmons' minds mm-hmm. documented and know literally everything about them, they believe that S.H.I.E.L.D. is the only organization that would stand in their way, so they infiltrate the lighthouse. Right. Because they have all the access codes, they, have, they know the layout of it they right. know right. All right. The, right. they lost the lighthouse yeah they'd have all the shield uh, protocols so they use that to trap the agents in the lighthouse and just kill them all and they're trying to find Fitz and Simmons because they still think that no are they trying to kill Fitz and Simmons well they want they want to kill all the shield agents yeah so I'm assuming that Fitz and Simmons was in that but they when Fitz and Simmons are in the in Deke's lab, and they see some Chronicoms, they have that mind prison device. So are they trying to capture them 
to use them or just kill them. Yeah, me. I don't know. I think either way, they want to kill them now. <laughs> um, so Enoch rescues them because they're about to die. In a different body. Yes. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so we thought May died, then we thought Yo-Yo was going to die, then we thought Fitz and Simmons was going to die. So it was uh, an anxiety-inducing episode. <laughs> It would have been um, a lot more dramatic if we didn't know season seven was coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, and I I had seen because they wrapped up this past week on Tuesday. Right. Filming season seven, and there was a final picture. Right. We saw all of the cast. Right. You yeah. saw the group shot. So when May first died, we see that image of May when she gets thrown through the portal. There's a lot of blood. And she's very pale. Like that image is still in my mind. That's gonna haunt me forever. <laughs> Um, but I, the whole time I was thinking... Good makeup jokes, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the whole time I was thinking, okay, no, we just saw Ming-Na Wen in a cast picture wrapping up season seven, so she must be there still. <laughs> she doesn't die yet. What was I talking about? The Chronicoms? Chronicoms. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, Enoch. Enoch, yes. Enoch in a new body. Yep. Enoch says something about I can save you but it's going to alter the course of your lives forever which every week alters the life <laughs> exactly <laughs> always alters right yeah so, so how much more alter can be to go to blown up earth a couple seasons ago <laughs> yeah so Fitz and Simmons look at each other and they go eh yeah sure why not yeah sure why not <laughs> wouldn't be the first time and um so then we go back to the pyramid May Back in back on Earth, her wound is reopened because death is actually a thing on Earth. Yeah, she's dying, and it's gonna be really sweet. A really sweet scene. Everyone's around her, and she finds out Coulson lost the battle with Pachakutig, and she's gonna see Coulson soon anyway. We think she's gonna die, and then there's a spotlight, and Simmons appears in this like awesome shot of her standing <laughs> over everything and she's just kind of like oh well, we gotta go yeah exactly <laughs> she uh, just shoots injects May with something and she's like she'll be fine we gotta go oh, we're heading yeah, out yep. um, she's got this tight bun yeah on her head mm-hmm. and so she means business <laughs> um, yeah she's she was like in control yeah she became Mac yeah Right, I mean, that. that. I thought she seemed robotic. Yes. So I thought when Enoch said it'll alter the course of your lives forever, that, like, he turned them into Chronicoms. Oh. Because they seemed emotion. She seemed very emotionless and just. Yeah, she was different. Well, very down down the. That business. Yeah. Yeah. All business. She was. Yeah. Um. And then, so she takes May, Daisy, well, May's in, like, cryostasis, Daisy, Mac, Yo-Yo. That's right, they put her in that thing that fits in her Yeah. Like a cryogenic yeah, type right. of... She takes them, and Deke, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on board the Zephyr, which is now a time machine using the Deke, no, the, uh, the Shaw Drive. Right, they expanded that, the... the Somehow and also now it's powerful enough to move the whole ship. Yeah. To who knows how far in advance. Things well, happen very. Had, things happen very quickly in the, in the yeah. final. <laughs> in the last five minutes. Yeah. Though. When you have time travel, you have 
time to work out right. how to move an entire <laughs> ship. Uh, which Simmons says. She's like, she says twice, I think, we had time. Yeah. We had time to plan this yep. and yep. come rescue you guys. And she does. Yep. Then they, then they travel and you see them some, at some point in we'll, history over New York. We'll fly in New York City that looks nothing like New York City. Right. Because it's <laughs> like 1930. Right, because they said... Oh, they went back in the they time. Said, is yeah. that, right, they said, oh, is that the... Right, because he said... Well, one of them said, oh, is that the... Um, Empire State Empire State Building. Building, yes. And she said that's the highest point. So yeah. you knew that was... Gotcha. And she said that might be the tallest building in the world. Right. And it's still being constructed. Okay. That's yeah, what, so it was no, yeah, gotcha. in the 30s. Yeah, so they okay. time-traveled. I, I missed I missed that little word there or something. Yeah. And the Chronicoms wanted them to solve time travel, so it seems like the Shaw Drive was just like the missing piece for them to create time travel. So, um, props to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Fitz and Simmons for solving time, or, yeah, finding how, solving time travel four years before Tony Stark does. <laughs> you haven't seen Endgame yet. No, I Oh, you haven't seen Endgame? Nah, three, oh. hour, three hours in the movie theater is just way too much for me. Oh. I'll, I'll, none of this, um, I'll, I'll, I'm sure Joe will buy for too much longer if yeah. you haven't read it. Right. I'll watch it in bits and pieces, but go ahead. <laughs> no, you, you're going to watch it, and you're You're going to get sucked so in like the rest of us. Yeah. We'll see. It won't be at night thing, so... <laughs> First thing in the morning. Let's watch Endgame! Endgame Earth Let's be a Sarah yeah. yeah. or something, okay. <laughs> it works out and this is, you don't have to watch I'll watch it winter's coming <laughs> and you won't be here anyway so it doesn't make any difference yeah so I won't get to watch because you'll take that with you so never mind <laughs> it'll be on Disney Plus probably yeah we already said it's going to be on Disney Plus oh okay yeah but that comes out in November yep November 12th 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 launches yeah alright now, now we sidetracked you do you remember where we were yeah Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> time travel. Time travel. Yeah, Fitz and Simmons solved time travel four before, years before Tony, Tony Stark, Stark did. Okay. So, I don't know. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't get enough love from the MCU. <laughs> doesn't get the respect. They're the Rodney Dangerfield of, <laughs> of entertainment. Of the MCU, yeah. Yep. Yeah. No respect. No respect at all. But good for Fitz and Simmons. Oh, so Piper... That's what I was going to talk about. The Screen Rant article was saying that since they... Um, so, like, the Chronicoms apparently, or at least from what I, what I understand, are attacking S.H.I.E.L.D. throughout points in history because they have time-traveled in two now. Okay. I think. So they're attacking S.H.I.E.L.D. throughout history, throughout time. And that's why Fitz and Simmons split up because the Chronicoms have Fitz and Simmons' minds. Mm-hmm. They, they can... Like predict everything they they would do, so they had to split up so that they don't know where each other is. Um, that's why Simmons says, "I don't like." They ask where Fitz is, and she says, "I don't know. I can't know because mm. then the Chronicoms would know." But Fitz sends them yeah to nineteen thirties New York City, which is um, interesting because isn't the nineteen thirties that's about the time Marvel started, Marvel logo became started to become. Oh yeah. Born. Yeah. I wonder how they're going to affect. Went from timely to Marvel. Yeah. I wonder yeah. how that's how that's if, if that's going to at all play into 
whatever happens. <laughs> I would. How, how are I they going to some... change the, at least a little piece of the Marvel universe? Oh, oh, when the Marvel universe started. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I was thinking, real world, like when Marvel, the industry started. Oh no. <laughs> I was gonna say I wouldn't mind some fourth wall breaking or Fitz and Simmons were the ones like Matt Stanley, and they're like, hey, here's some superhero <laughs> ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Let us tell your story. Yeah. <laughs> that that would be cool. They should do that. Well. It's all over with. Uh, hopefully, they've done that. Because that would be. That would be I would fun. get a kick that, out of that. that. That'd be the very end. Of it. Right. The very yeah. end. The last thing they go blank. Yeah. Yeah. We have a story to tell you. <laughs> that'd make me happy. So, what was I talking about again? Oh yeah, yeah. Chronicoms attacking Shield throughout history. So hopefully, before Simmons got to the pyramid, she went and picked up Piper and Flint. Maybe mm. a few other S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Maybe Death Deathlock! That's the guy. The robot guy. Deathlock. Oh. Yeah, oh, I hope she picked up Piper, Flint, and um, Deathlock. Created their own S.H.I.E.L.D. team and sent them to, like, 2,130 or something. So they have different Battle S.H.I.E.L.D. There. teams fighting through okay. time. Sure. That'd be really cool. <laughs> you know they have a limited budget, right, John? Yeah. And they have one more season. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a really good... Right. They only have one more season, so they just can use their entire budget on one season. Just make it awesome. Okay. That's what I'm hoping for. Okay. Just shield battles throughout well, time. Well, they're really good at keeping keeping things tight, so we'll see if anything leaks out over the next nine months. Yeah, we have so long to wait. Well, we said that we said that last year, and it was a really long time to wait. <laughs> it went fast, like it always does. <laughs> well, no, between then I had cloak and dagger. To well, there's other stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. You, you like cloak and dagger, and uh, what but is cloak it? And runaways? Dagger runaways is okay. Yeah, but cloak and dagger is it for you? I've never seen it. Cloak and dagger is yeah. really good. The se- season two was really good, but it hasn't been re- renewed yet for season three. No matter how much I tweet about it. <laughs> Is that, is that on Hulu too? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But Joe Pukaski, the um, showrunner for Cloak and Dagger, likes a lot of the tweets that Marvel Therapy Group throws out. So yeah. I expect any day now he'll message us and be like, hey, could I be on your show? Well, that'd be awesome. Who, sure. who, who was that? The showrunner for Cloak and Dagger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He responds to you. Yeah, he likes a few things. Likes, well, still, <laughs> you're getting response. He's paying attention. Yeah, you know. Here we go. I also don't get a big head over it. <laughs> well, I've also been noticed by um, Emma Lahana and Ali Mackey from Cloak and Dagger, and the Cloak and Dagger writers, because they have their own Twitter. Uh, Brianna Venskis and um, the actor who plays Davis have responded to tweets. <laughs> Max Ossinski or something like that. Okay. Davis. Very good. Okay. So I'm cool. gonna have a little bit of an ego here. <laughs> <laughs> and of course you're 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 down and buddy buddy with uh, Elizabeth Henstrand. That's right. Yep. She's yeah. Your new best friend or whatever she said. Yeah, I think I said last episode too. But go look at our Instagram page that favorited the highlighted video. Elizabeth Henstridge calls me her new best friend. <laughs> I'm holding her to that. I'll get invited to her wedding, I'm sure. <laughs> Cast parties from now on. She's like, oh, I gotta invite my best friends from Rhode Island Comic Con. 
kind of late for that one. Yeah. Joe. Don't be. Cast parties are done. Reunions. Reunions. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Predictions for season seven? None. <laughs> it, it, it will start and it will end. Here's our prediction. <laughs> I have no idea. We'll, we'll make. Since they've already said that some characters are going to become coming back, making guest spots and all, I think since they've started back in the 30s, there's going to make some changes to the storyline we've already storylines we've already been through. Yeah. To this point, make adjustments. To what end? I have no idea. It's been rumored that Peggy Carter is going to appear. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I still miss that show, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I like that show. We knew Peggy Carter for season three, too. Oh, Cloak and Dagger and the Runaways are going to have a crossover episode. I read that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it once. So I, <laughs> I haven't seen it either. <laughs> I retweeted that announcement and said, this episode's going to cause world peace, and Joe Bukowski liked that. <laughs> world peace? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I do a really good job with our Twitter. Not to brag. <laughs> So, anyway, follow our Twitter, um, at Therapy Marvel. We also have an Instagram and Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. Facebook, when we remember to use it. But follow our Instagram and Twitter, and also find us wherever you listen to podcasts. As you know, since you're listening to it, you know where to find us. Any last words about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6? Yeah, I'm good. No, I, I thought it started slow first like three four episodes yeah. and then it got really strong and um i enjoyed the uh season finale i thought there were some like i mentioned before some weak moments you know right um it wasn't perfect but um i, I like the ending if, if it's about time travel i'm there yeah well the two hours did go quick they did they go quick too quick i yeah. agree yeah even with the commercials. Yeah. <laughs> I usually fast forward. <laughs> Where do you rank season six in terms of your overall oh. favorite seasons? Okay, my first my favorite season of them is when um, Simmons remember she Any season with Simmons is gonna be my favorite. She was transported to Heads of the Miles and she was transported to the planet. Oh the yeah. planet, yeah. I thought that was the strongest, at least for because the, there was a break right during that year. They had the right. first half of the season, yep. and there was a break for a few months. Yeah, I thought that was that was a good that the was strongest. Good that, was, that was season three, I think. Yeah, I think so. And that was a, I thought that was strong. So that's my my that's my favorite um, season. That's interesting you say that because to me season three is the most forgettable. Really? Not that it's bad. It's just like it happened and then it moved on. <laughs> but, then, but the Malas came into play. Yeah, I think the one I didn't like the most was when they went the the what the, the season they all got injected at the and they opened up the next one this little planet. I didn't, I didn't really care for that. Oh, season five. Yeah, I didn't really care for that. That, that was kind of weird. That was yeah. a strange season. Because the the first the first half of season five took place in the lighthouse, but in space. Okay. So we had right. remember so yep. we we yep. had the same set for like twelve episodes. Yep. Yeah. And just the idea is I think they can actually go back and stop whatever happened and once they got back to Earth it picked up a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I didn't um I didn't like the uh season the least my least favorite season was actually when they were out in space and 
Okay. Blew up. Right. That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. See, uh, my least favorite, and not to say that it's bad in any way, but just ranking them. Season six is actually the last one on my list. It just, like, it felt the most random to me. It didn't really explain anything. It was just a very, like, 90s sci fi adventure. It's kind of thrown yeah. together. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they did take the Marvel Zombies concept and, they revolve, did. and revolve a whole season around it. <laughs> I thought it was silly. I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has always just taken the MCU scraps and created the best show ever with them. So, um, like, I'm not faulting season six at all, but. Yeah. Well, the one we're counting on is the last season. Yep. Yeah. Being the best. Yes. Yeah. It'll be sad when it ends. Looking forward to it already. Yeah. It's a whole year away. Long winter ahead, Joe. I know. <laughs> we don't get another Marvel property until next May. March. Oh, Whenever the Black Widow movie Black Widow movie. Well, we'll have some TV, like Marvel, or Disney Plus TV shows. Um, yeah. And the movies will be back, and Endgame will be back on that, and there'll be things. Yeah. Between Disney Plus and uh, Hulu. And even Black Widow is, as far as we know, isn't going to tie into anything. Right. It's supposed to be... Standalone movie. Standalone, yeah. and how she became Black Widow, I guess. That's the rumor, but I don't know. It's a hard time to be a Marvel fan right now. It's in between. I know. Fucking, <laughs> you're in a crevice. I know. It's a hard adjustment. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll survive. All right. Any again? Any last thoughts? Well, well, I think we're all set. Thanks for tuning in. And again, find us on all social media and anywhere listen to podcasts. And feel free to reach out to us with your thoughts and agents of Shield. And what else was going to say? Any ideas for new shows? <laughs> yeah, tweet out Renew Cloak and Dagger Season 3. And also Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 8 and 15. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this week's Marvel Therapy Group, where together we can work through our comic thoughts and learn to live beside them. Views expressed are of the host only and do not reflect Marvel Studios or comics in any way. Hosts are in no way qualified to provide therapy. This is simply the name of the podcast. This has been another Marvel Therapy Group session.